Yeah, just talk about how you know Calvin and how long and uh, what, uh, you know, you know him better than a lot of people. So I think yeah. a lot of people, they just want to get to know Calvin, you know, because we never really had a yeah. chance to see him uh, in the stadium. It's just all been on TV, but still, he's an incredibly special player who has been on national TV and sports center top 10 multiple times. I mean, he's going to be a guy that leaves Hawaii with quite the legacy. So, um, you know, we can just start at the beginning though, because, you know, Calvin is just a kid, right? And we just want to, we want to make sure that he gets a chance to, you know, be himself too. And who is Calvin off the field as well? But no one better than Alexis here, uh, who is joining us. Uh, Aloha, Alexis, and welcome. Welcome to the show. Hi. Well, I mean, I met Calvin at our orientation for college, like to for JU. Like we were freshmen going in, and I had went um, to the same session that he did. A lot of because uh, I was on the dance team at the time, and he was playing football. So a lot of like my teammates and his teammates all ended up going to the same orientation. But yeah, I met him there. Um, along with everyone else and you know we you know started school fall happened and we became really good friends like he would always come to my dorm I'd go to his and we would would just like talk like it was just very easy to talk to him and one time I actually forgot my essay in my dorm for one of the classes and for some reason like I had sorority sisters I had my roommate I had so many friends and for some reason I called him Wow. And he actually, like, left practice, went to the dorm, grabbed my essay, found me, gave me my essay and everything. Like, it was just, like, so crazy because I'm like, why would I call Calvin? Like, I don't know, but for some reason, I knew that he would help me. So, and that's just how he is. Like, he always helps his teammates, always helps his friends, like, with everything. We're kind of, like, the same as in, like, a lot of our friends come to us for, like, advice on things. We're, like, always giving our advice to our friends and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, we started actually, like, talking and dating our uh, spring semester of freshman year. So it kind of happened fast, honestly. It took one semester for us to be like, okay, like, let's just just do this. And um, at the time, though, like, I didn't even really know much about, like, him and football. He played defense, his first season oh, okay. at JU. Wow. Okay. Wow. Now, a lot yeah, of people was, that know that first play yeah, defense. He was, okay. He was recruited to play quarterback. Okay. But the quarterback at the time at JU was like a senior. Like he was really good. But the coaches like still wanted Calvin to be on the field somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And that was at like corner. I'm pretty sure he played like on defense. And so he did one season there. And then that quarterback left. And then the coaches were like, how do you feel about, like, playing quarterback again? He was like, anything to get off defense, I will do. Like, he's like, I will play quarterback again. I don't want to get on defense anymore. Uh, but he did fairly good at it. It's just that's not where he's most comfortable yeah. at. So, I mean, he started, you know, playing quarterback that spring semester. And at the time, like, um, he was, like, an engineering major. Wow. And everything. Like, yeah, like, he was, like, super into stuff like that. Wow. And yeah, I really didn't even know much about, like, his whole, like, football journey and stuff. So that's where we started to, like, learn more about each other. And it's crazy, like, how you said, like, all these years, like, to where mm-hmm. he's at now. Because 
I can remember like us like as freshmen like watching the combine together watching the draft to, like you know stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. just like in our dorm room and not even thinking like anything of it you yeah. know right mm-hmm. JU wow but yeah so well talk about well first of all explain what JU is tell everybody where it's at you know because for some people they might not um know too much about Jacksonville and we're talking about Jacksonville Florida obviously in northern Florida not Miami far from Miami yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, some people who don't know not. Florida geography um you know it's kind of at the top Jacksonville right northern Florida uh mm-hmm. northeast Florida and um you know there's some a lot of football tradition there as well and so it's it's amazing that we had someone like Calvin come from Jacksonville but um talk about where the where Calvin comes from um where he was born and raised and what how he got to Jacksonville as well or what took him specifically Jackson Univers- Jacksonville University which Unfortunately, doesn't have its program anymore, and we'll talk yeah. about that. And that's how Calvin came to us. Yeah, so he's from Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Um, yeah, he lived with his mom and his dad and his two brothers. They're both younger, so he's the oldest. Um, the youngest one is now a sophomore in high school. Um, he doesn't play any sports, but like he's about his money. Like he likes to work and like, <laughs> be all about. Like he's that one that we already know he's gonna be fine no matter what. And yeah. then the middle one, Ramon, he also plays football, but he is. I'm pretty sure he's a DN. Um, he just graduated from high school. He's at like a prep school right now. But yeah, I've seen so many videos and his mom has told me so many stories about like Calvin when he was younger and he was just like a ball of energy, always <laughs> wanted to play sports. Like she was like a football was always in his hand mm-hmm. or a basketball, like mm-hmm. anything. Like he he always played multiple sports, like from since he was five all the way till um, a senior in high school and then even he loves to ask teammates to play basketball and just like you know with them whenever they have the time off so i mean so he, he still has basketball. that energy <laughs> oh yeah still always on go all the time <laughs> but in high school he played you know basketball he played football he played some baseball he also was on the track team like mm-hmm. he did all that stuff but ultimately basketball and football were like his major things and he actually wanted to be a basketball player like that's where he really wanted to go with this really um, and then he just started really excelling at quarterback for football and Mm -hmm. um coming out of high school he didn't really have any offers Mm -hmm. a lot of schools like looked right over him like he always says that like he's always like looked over so he always has something to prove that's kind of how he is how he is and um his older cousin Irv who he also is from Savannah. That they grew up together. Was already playing football at Jacksonville University. Oh, okay. Like, okay. So he was already there playing his freshman year, ah. and Irv had reached out to the coaches and was like, "Look, this is my cousin Calvin. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have any offers. He's really good. Mm-hmm. We can really use him and stuff." And the coaches um, looked at his film and stuff like that, and he came on a visit and he liked it, and he decided like this is where I'm gonna go but mm. Jay is a non-scholarship program mm. wow. wow so he got all of his scholarship like from like, academics and then wow. he ultimately had to still pay out of pocket wow Jay was expensive I had scholarship for dance and academics and I still had to pay wow. out of pocket for tuition yeah so but you know Jay was the only school that really wanted him and he still wanted to play football and mm. he felt like it was a good match so he went 
Well, this journey has been pretty incredible, and um, you know, it, it has taken even you 5,000 miles away from home, yeah. and you're from that area as well, right? Jacksonville area? Yeah, I'm from like Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. You're from Fort Lauderdale. We talked yeah. about this. We talked about yeah. this. Fort Lauderdale. So you, I mean, probably never imagined that you'd end up in Hawaii, right? I mean, how, how crazy is that? <laughs> I just talk about yeah, that I mean, process, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he did three seasons at JU. You know, mm -hmm. I'm thinking we're going to do one more, and then we'll see what happens after that. Mm -hmm. um, they shut the program down, and then we had literally two weeks to find his next school. And I was like, okay, so, you know. The day that JU decided to cancel the program, it was like all these schools calling, calling, calling. Like, so he would even have to step out of class sometimes to wow. talk to coaches. Like, it was, I had a notebook and I would write down every single school, <laughs> what division they were, where they were located, if they had his major. Like, I feel like I was an agent. But <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like one. You were, I hope you got some commission off of that. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing all that. And then ultimately, you know, he got a call from Coach Rolo because that's who was the coach mm -hmm. at the time. That's who recruited him. And um, he was actually with one of his older teammates in the car. And they looked at each other like, oh, my gosh, like, is this University of Hawaii calling? Like, it was definitely one of the bigger schools to reach out because mm -hmm. most of the schools were either D2 mm -hmm. or still in the FCS, you know, division. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, once he decided on Hawaii, I was like, well, I still have to get my degree. So I'm going <laughs> to stay here for another year and a half, mm -hmm. get my degree, and then we'll see what happens after that. Because at this point, there's no COVID yet. So yeah, I'm still thinking it's oh, just going to be one season. Yeah, so what point is this? What talk? What day is time frame are we talking about when the, they tell you that the, the program is canceled and you have to find another school? Like, what, what, what time is this? Of This is... Right after Thanksgiving, okay. heading into uh, winter break. So he wanted to be at a school. And that was spring. junior year. Junior year, and yes, that was 2019. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So this is before COVID was a thing. And so I'm still thinking, like, okay, he's just going to play one season, and then whatever. We'll just do long distance for the rest mm -hmm. of the year mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And then I actually came to visit Hawaii for the first time in 2020, but still, still pre-pandemic. I came the week that the pandemic actually started. Oh my goodness. So I was in Hawaii when I got a call from my school saying, no one's coming back on campus. And I was like, okay, I guess. Like it was very, wow. it was weird. And you know, we, I was on spring break, but uh, out here, Hawaii, uh, UH wasn't on uh, spring break yet. Um, so Calvin was still kind of like in school and then would like come hang out with me mm -hmm. and then have to do like football stuff and then go to the beach. So it was still just for me to see like where he was living and all that stuff. So, wow. Well, Jacksonville is, um, you know, obviously a coastal place. So there's, there's some beachy vibes, I guess, that yeah. you can pick up on quickly when you come to Hawaii. Uh, we got some comments. Uh, Bradley Duval, because our friend Brad, his last name is Duval, so he's giving yeah. the Duval chat. Yes. Um, you know, that's 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 one thing about like Jacksonville and the Jags, and you know, depending whatever you, it, 
regardless, that has been something that's been branded nationally pretty well. I thought the Duval yeah. thing. and yeah. Is that a thing that people do in Duval to each other? You tell us the truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been to a Jags game. We could be... Like, you know, they have, like, beach bars. You could be in Walmart. You could be anywhere. <laughs> Someone's going to shout that out, and people are going to do it back to them. <laughs> All right, so guys, funny. you heard it here. It's the true thing from a true uh, Jacksonvillian here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville. That's funny. Um, Brad also says he lived in Hinesville, Georgia, just an hour south of Savannah. He remembers loving going to Tybee Island. So we got some island vibes down there and the Georgia. Yeah, we've actually, when I visited Savannah for the first time, because it's very close to like uh, like South Carolina and stuff mm. like that, mm -hmm. we actually went to that beach, like the Tybee cool. like beach. Cool. That's one of the first places he took me. So oh. yeah, it's cool. See? So Brad knows. He's in the know. Um, Sean says he wants to know where you, well, first of all, he says thank you for keeping Calvin here uh, for a Hanaho season. <laughs> Hanaho means, yeah, like uh, one more time, do it again. So we say Hanaho, yeah. like when someone sings and sing again, Hanaho. So it's for the Hanaho season. And it is a Hanaho because, you know, we didn't know Calvin was going to get an extra year. You, he graduated in 2017 yeah. from high school. And, you know, so he got this extra year and now he's here. Um, but it's, since you now are kind of a local or you're, you're, you're earning your local stripes, talk about where your favorite place. And you live in town. I know you said you live in town. So you're, you're surrounded by some good. Yeah. Some good local places. What are some of your favorite places to grind at? Grind, you say. Um, well, I will say for sure, me and Calvin have been to Sweet E's way too many times to count. Okay, yeah. We're t this is Sweet E's. Which, which street is that one at? Um, it's like... People ask me these questions. I don't know okay. the streets <laughs> that much yet. <laughs> people still ask me where I live, and I'm like... <laughs> live somewhere out here yeah yeah well you sweetie shout out to sweeties what's your, what's what's some of the local dishes that you've um started to uh, enjoy that you've been in Hawaii? so chef's family actually took us to uh is it called like helena's or helen yes or yes helena's like yes yes hawaiian and food got, yeah and we me and Calvin were looking at the menu and we're like we don't know what any of this is like <laughs> It, and that is pretty like that is pretty like like native native Hawaiian. So like, yeah. of course, shout out to chefs. I love chefs. Family, his parents are just yeah. awesome. And um, of course, they would take you there. That's such a Hawaiian. Yeah, That's like a Hawaiian local place too. So I like it. Yeah, we were sitting there on the menu. We're like, hey, what's that? What's that? What's that? They're like, why is there a raw onion on my tray that they brought back yeah. to me? Yeah. 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 Ultimately, we just. Both ordered this tray that had like one of everything, yeah. and we just tried everything. Yeah. Poi, everything. We yeah. tried poi. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin was like, he's kind of a picky eater, so he um, <laughs> was like smelling everything. And Shem's mom, Auntie Kelly, she was like, stop smelling it, just try it. <laughs> so that's been a fun, definitely a fun thing that we've been doing out here. It's like you know, trying stuff mm. like that. And, so chefs family, um, what what are some of the yeah have you have you guys been able to you know get to know some of the the other families or parents? I know it being so far away from home and not having too many yeah. people around. Who has been kind of that support system around you guys yeah. in Hawaii as well? Definitely, chefs family has been kind of like they took me in because 
especially I came out here thinking I'm going to be able to go to all the home games mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. there's no fans. And I was like, no fans. Like, moved all the way over here to be able to watch him play and no fans. <laughs> you know. And we don't have cable. Like, we just have, mm-hmm. like, Wi-Fi, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, every home game, every away game, I go to, um, his name's Uncle Troy, and it's okay. one of Chef's families, like family friends, like mm-hmm. they grew up all around each other. And mm-hmm. so we would, every weekend, me and Cortez Davis, his girlfriend, Nadia. That's right, yeah. Me and her, we ride together. We go to their house. They have food. They yeah. have, you know, they're always so fun. Such a good time. And they've been a really good, like you said, like someone to take me in, like a home away from home type of thing. Mm-hmm. They're definitely super cool. They, they're always like, come over, come over. Like they always... Definitely willing to take us in whatever. Like even for Thanksgiving, uh, the team actually leaves on the day of Thanksgiving for the Wyoming game. Oh, and I was like, that's okay, right. Somebody, that's right. Someone yeah. needs to adopt me for Thanksgiving. Yes. Like we'll adopt you. Come to our house. So definitely. Sometimes I'm like I have no one out here, but then I have mm-hmm. them. So. Yeah. Well, and in Hawaii, you know it. You definitely are family, and you are Ohana, and and definitely Kevin uh, Calvin is. Calvin's just his career and his uh, his numbers have been impressive. But also just uh, the the other side, his off the field side. You know, he's not somebody who makes a lot of headlines, or he just kind of like you said, he's an engineering guy. Who would have known that he was doing engineering? Who would have known that he is getting academic scholarships? I mean, so impressive, and I, it's amazing to hear more and more about him. I think a lot of people would love to know. Like you said, he's a picky eater. So, but food in Hawaii is like so important, right? And what what we yeah. do in Hawaii, right? Just like when people move to the south, right? They're like, oh, have you had like chitlins? Yeah. Like, whatever. If you haven't, people are like, oh, like you are not a true southerner, you know? Like so, yeah. it, it kind of similar in Hawaii. We're like, what do you like eating? Like, do you like musubis? Do you like manapua? Like stuff that makes us like we in Hawaii love eating shave ice, you know? It's like what are any any kind of local mm-hmm. things that he's picked up on at least. Yeah, I mean, let me think. For me, personally, I just tried a musubi for the first time, like, two weeks ago, and I've been here for months, and that was the first time I tried it, but I mean, like you said, like, the shaved ice, and just, I feel like every week we go to a new place to eat. Um, Chef's always recommending places to go and eat, and... We just try everything because we're like, hey, we're only going to be here for yeah, however much longer. Exactly. And then we got to go. So. Well, that shout out to the Cordero Ohana for um, being so willing to take in Calvin and, <laughs> and Alexis and showing them the ropes because in Hawaii, that's really important. You know, first of all, getting to be like us or getting to know us. And Hawaii is a very open place, obviously, and we want people to embrace our culture because we want to embrace them back. And I think um, it's been tough because Calvin hasn't had a home crowd to play in front of, didn't get a chance to play in our stadium. And I think he's, um, you know, have, I don't want to say missed out, but I think even the fans have missed out on seeing quite the, um, you know, um, the performance. I got to see him, you know, in New Mexico, at the New Mexico Bowl or in Fresno last year, his first game. And I was like, okay, who is this guy? We got, we're going to be talking about this guy for sure. Um, oh, Bradley says it's on Kapuhulu. So, Sweet E's on Kapuhulu. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. My boy digging up seat. Oh, yeah. So, Sean, we're going to talk about these stats because 
we talked about 1,000 yards, and this is something that you had shared with me as well, and it was like, just like throwing it out there, like, that's so crazy. I mean, that's such an eye-popping yeah. thing to think that. And we're still verifying, but I mean, I haven't, I went through Sports Reference, and yeah. I can't find anything else, but the potential that Calvin Turner has 1,000 yards or could, could finish his career with over 1,000 yards of passing, receiving, rushing, oh, and... Yes returning on special teams, um, which is would be pretty incredible considering, you know, just how many positions you basically have to play to even accomplish yeah. those um, those numbers. But um, he has been like a workforce and a do-it-all. And like you said, it's, it's kind of gone so fast because you remember what it was like to be freshman. But now looking back, um, just talk about how he was able to accomplish that and, and what it was ultimately for him um, that – makes those those stats and those numbers so eye-popping well something about calvin is like if he's not playing football he's watching football mm. and if he's not watching football he's reading about football like it has truly consumed both of our lives which i'm, I'm fine with it i love football i grew up watching football with my dad and stuff but he's so into football and everything about it that it's like he's such a hard worker too that you know, these stats is just an accumulation of just all the hard work and, you know, talent that he just has, you know, coming from JU, doing three seasons there, and then maybe just having one more season that he did, did at Hawaii. Like, he was like, okay, I have something to prove here. Like, mm -hmm. his dream has always been to go to the NFL and to play professional football. So, for him, if you ask him, he's not going into every game like, I need to have this many yards and this many touches mm -hmm. and this many, like, he's just playing football. He just loves playing football, and he always has a good time out there. So to look back and see that his love for football, you know, ultimately is leading to him now, like, mm -hmm. might make history. is like, yeah. it's crazy, but it just goes to show that how important it is to him not only to do it for himself, but to do it for the team. Um, and he cares about the team so much. And so that's why, like, when he's out there playing, like, he's always like, I'm doing it for my brothers, for mm -hmm. me, you know, for all that. So, yeah, to see, it was it was crazy. It was, when I texted you about it, I was like, can you, like, fact check this <laughs> week? Because he randomly was like, okay, so I don't know if this is for real, but I might be the only player. And I'm like, Okay, let's do some research before you start claiming. Yeah, I know. I was title. like, okay, well, we need to go in because this is insane. And, like, going through things, yeah. asking even other journalists to see, yeah. like, where to reference is, it, it is pretty insane. But for him, I mean, it, it's almost, like, not surprising. We haven't even seen so, so much of him playing, but it's like we already have a whole series of highlights from Calvin mm -hmm. Turner that – most of us can go back and replay in our mind. Obviously, like his his cutbacks, he had one at home, one in New Mexico State, and you know those the ones that made the Sports Center top ten. But you know the New Mexico Bulls showing up, and you know it seems like like you said at Jacksonville to think about the NFL. Maybe that's not a thing that Jacksonville kids were thinking about um, when they were playing football there. But when for Calvin did it become a you think a true reality for him to to play in the in the NFL? Yeah, like you said, playing at JU is definitely not, you know, the NFL wasn't something that, you know, a lot of the teammates would strive for it, they would talk about it, but 
it was almost like a very far-fetched idea just because mm-hmm. the school was so unknown. It was not a scholarship. It was FCS. Um, but we do know actually two players from JU that were um, able to go and have a shot in the league. Mm-hmm. One of them, uh, Justin Horton, he was like good friends with us. And then Andy Jones, he also um, was able to uh, bounce around from a few teams and stuff. And so, you know, he was still like, okay, it can happen. If it happened for them, it can happen for me. And mm-hmm. he never had intentions of leaving JU. Mm-hmm. You know, people would say, when are you going to transfer? Like, when are you going to go to a bigger school? And he was like, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to finish it out and do my four years. And when JU canceled the program and when he decides to go to Hawaii, I think that was where he was like, okay, this is my opportunity. Like, this is my way to really show what I can do on a bigger platform. So he was always very, like, excited about it, too, like, leading up to him officially, like, getting out there and mm-hmm. finally playing the first game. Like, he'd always talk about it. We'd always say, like, okay, like, this is God's plan for you. Like, this is what we're going to do. Um, so I think once he officially came out here and started practicing with the team, he even said it, like, the vibe was just so different. Like, he was around true competitors, like, true athletes that they all wanted it. It wasn't just – He's the only one who mm-hmm. wants it. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm surrounded. And I have to actually compete now. Mm-hmm. I actually got to, you know, go out there every day and fight for a spot. So seeing that and going through that, I feel like was, you know, that time in his, like, you know, in his life, in his head, he's just like, you know what? Like, this is real. Like, I actually can do this. And then with that COVID year and him deciding to come back, he was like, okay, now I'm really going to solidify that I'm like, you know, I was born for this, I was made for this to go to the NFL, play professional. So yeah, talk about that decision because it, it caught a lot of people by surprise. Calvin had yeah. a great bowl game, the Mexico Bowl, played in Dallas, um, but he started the year strong from the Fresno game, you know, taking snaps under centers and showing off his versatility throughout the whole year, all eight games leading up into the bowl. He had made a name for himself, but he had such a limited amount of time to do it, and he still did it. He always took advantage of his opportunities, particularly in the bowl game because it was on national TV and it was the only game mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Um, and you know, you and I both spent our Christmas Eve there in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and shout out to a few, of course. We all shout her out in this in the show, but yeah. she always gets shouts out, uh, shouted out. But she, uh, we 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 had a great time, and and um, it was it was amazing to see us ho- hoist that 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 trophy at the end, that really cool looking trophy mm-hmm. that they gave. And I thought, wow, I can't believe we're back here winning another bowl game again, two years in a row, especially with how crazy it was. But the only thing I was like, dang, Calvin had such a good game that for sure he's going to leave now. And it was on TV. <laughs> um, but just talk about what went into that decision as well. Yeah. Once we were getting down to that final bowl game, you know, the decision was definitely weighing heavy on, on him and, you know, his family, and we were just kind of like, what are you going to do? And he went back and forth so many times, and I was like, okay, let's just sit down for a second and really, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. think of the pros and the cons. And, of course, he talked to, like, you know, agents will try to reach out and say, oh, are you are you going to enter the draft? Are you going to stay? And mm-hmm. he would never know what answer to give them. And after hearing, like, about, like, what some scouts said and, um, 
after just kind of like going through like what he was projected to go as Mm -hmm. at the end of the day he was like you know what like i want to finish like what i started Mm -hmm. and that's when he put out that video like i'll be back because like they all like call him like the terminator and stuff (laughs) like that so (laughs) it was funny because actually at that bowl game for the first time i had met fuchsia like in person Mm -hmm. and i asked to borrow her uh her Hawaii flag to take a picture with it. And she was like, I'll let you borrow it if you tell me if Papa's coming back next year. <laughs> of course she did. Of course she did. <laughs> and I was like, I honestly, and this is my honest answer, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I truly don't know. Mm. But, you know, it took, it didn't take too long to come up with this decision. It was just like a daily thing that he would think about. And, mm. um, we talked to our pastor back at home and he was just like, you know what? Like a door might close, a door's going to close. And that's going to tell you if like, you know, that's what you should do or not. Yes. And Calvin was like, if I get invited to the combine, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go and I'm going to enter the draft. But if I don't get invited okay. to the combine, I'm going to stay another year. Okay. And that, the next like day, that. the combine got canceled. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And okay. And he said they weren't really going to have one. Ah. And so he was like, okay, well, that tells you right there. I need to come back and prove myself more. And I want to be invited to the combine. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. That's my goal. And um, and then we announced it. And then I was like, I'm moving to Hawaii. And like, all my <laughs> friends and family were like, we're going to visit you and all this stuff. So. <laughs> It was definitely cool to also see all the fans, like, yeah. come back, like, telling him to come back and just to see, like, how much they truly did care about him and care about, like, his future. And it was really cool to see that. Definitely grateful because I was always, I would be reading comments on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I was like, all right, you got to stay. You got to stay. You got to give one more season. Uh, well, Fuchsia is checking in, and she says, yes, I am that fan that was in Dallas saying, hi, Alexis, nice to meet you. So is Calvin coming back? And then when he made the announcement, I yelled the news throughout our house. Yep, that sounds like yeah. her. I know we were all very happy and very surprised, too, because he is such a gem, and, you know, it's really amazing that he fell into our lap, really, and that he was able to, to make such an impact in such a short time. I'm not saying it's over. We still got at least four games left. Um, but we do have some more questions. They want some want to know what are you you and Calvin's favorite NFL teams? Okay, so his favorite NFL team is the Saints. Oh, okay. And mine is the Giants. Really? Oh, you have to tell us about that. Both of those. What? Why? So tell us. Well, I'm originally from New York, so I grew up a Giants fan, Yankees fan, New York Knicks. Yes. I just. If it's a New York team, it's my team. I love it. Okay. For Calvin, he really loves Reggie Bush. Like, he looks up to Reggie ah. Bush. Like, that's one of his favorite players. He watches his highlights before every game. Like, big Reggie Bush fan. So, he likes the Saints. Wow. But we always joke around, like, okay, like, I'm going to have to become a fan of whatever team we go yes. to. Yes. Just... I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see which one. I mean, Brad, who asked that question, also said he looked. I think we we're talking about him looking good in a Rams uniform. I'm just saying because like he just looks good running around on the field and he looks flashy. So whatever uniform he's in, I'm excited. I'm hoping it's one of my teams. But at the same time, it's really you know incredible that you know you're a fan, you're a player, you're just like a kid like everyone else. But one day you can get on that field and play with kids 
or people that you watched on TV. Or be much younger, because when you say Reggie Bush, so Reggie Bush played in 2005, 6, 7. You guys were really young, too. So it's yeah. kind of funny to, to think about, you know, like uh, Reggie Bush being the saint that he's uh, referenced. Yeah. Because when I think of Reggie Bush in a Saints uniform, I think about him getting just absolutely trucked that one play um, on the field. But <laughs> I'm sure Calvin knows which one. And we haven't seen Calvin um, take two. I mean, Calvin has been a durable guy. So he's had to get up and he's had to... Um, brush a few things off, even like that one yeah. special teams play we witnessed together at our last home game. Um, but yeah, talk about that, his durability and his ability to, I mean, has he ever been really hurt for experience, extended periods of time, just given how much he gets hit every game? Yeah, I mean, I always say he's a robot because it's like even when he has a headache or if he's sick or like mm -hmm. he just like won't take medicine, like he just like, he sticks it out. So I'm always like, are you a real human? Because like <laughs> me on the other hand, I'm like, give me the meds. Like I'll take it all. Like, so, I mean, he, you know, he's always like, after a game, I'll be like, how do you feel? Yeah. He's like, I'm good. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's good. <laughs> like, wow. No, it's amazing. Yeah. He, he gets back up and he gets thrown in on special teams and he's there on offense. And, I'm, I don't know if the coaches know that he was played defense before. You better not tell him because they'll yeah. probably try yeah. and stick him there as well. Um, but he's such a phenomenal athlete um, that uh, just really can't wait to see what any NFL team that that decides to take him um, would be amazing. Um, any, you know, favorite UH games or moments, um, you know, since since you've been with our program and Calvin's been there that, that are memorable to you so far? Um, definitely the bowl game because that was the first time I was ever able to see him in person play for UH because I always would just watch him in person at JU mm -hmm. and, and the games are fun, but definitely way more fun being at a bowl game and all that. And he would definitely say the same, that bowl game was one of the best moments for him because that's the first time he's got like a ring like that from yeah. like college because, you know, JU didn't really go that far any season so you know being able to get a ring and all that stuff was definitely um a really cool experience for him and for me too like it was just cool to see that player of the game and you know i had friends from high school um texting me like oh we're watching the game like go calvin and i'm like oh my gosh it's so crazy like, people I haven't heard from in years like telling me that they're watching calvin wow. on tv and yeah and then the first home game here because <laughs> i was waiting patiently for it <laughs> yep. Well, I'm glad you, you 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 definitely get your game face on. That's something about Alexis. If you see her at the games, we're talking to Alexis. Uh, Calvin's very, very special friend, the most specialist friend in the world. So he's known her, or who's been together since spring of 2018. So yes, Calvin is very young yes. as well. He literally graduated from high school in 2017, which is also crazy to think about. Uh, but he is uh, surely NFL bound in, in most of our opinions, but... You know, there's still much time to go, and we want to just help him and, and see him flourish as, as he ends his career at UH. But, you know, something that has been really amazing, like we said, uh, I talked about earlier, was him being on SportsCenter Top 10 because that's such a cultural, uh, you know, it, it's like, ESPN, it's like the zit, guys. It's like, it's like what every, every sport fan, you know, references to, like, the best players and the best things that happen in sports are going to be on sports in our top 10. And literally Calvin has been on it twice within like a span of months. Yeah. I mean, like talk about the first time, just the first time when he was like, Holy cow, I'm on sports in our top 10. What was that like? Yeah. So the first time we didn't even know my mom, I woke up 
because you know the time mm, difference. That's we right. Wake up, yeah. And we have all these notifications because where we're from, everybody's been <laughs> up for six hours now. Yeah, yeah. And we're still, you know. So I woke up and my mom texted me and she was like, "Calvin, we just saw him on TV on Sports Center." And I'm like, "I'm like for what? Send me a video. Like, what's going on?" And my mom like recorded it um, at the house and she sent it to me. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So I went on YouTube and I found it myself and I sent it to Calvin. I'm like. Did you know you're on Sports Center Top Ten? And he was like, "What?" And then you know, it was just a surreal moment wow. because, like, he even said, like, he posted about it that, like, it's that's like one of his childhood. You know, you dream of being on Sports Center Top yes. Ten. And, and so when it happened that first time, like, you know, his mom's texting me, and we're all just like, "Oh my gosh, this is so crazy!" Like, it's a really, it's nice to see like all your hard work finally be noticed because he's always been that player, yeah, but no one knew, yeah. Yeah. Until we got here. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. No one knew until we got here. So how many people are just training? How many people are just waiting for their moments? And yeah. Calvin got his and he's gonna have many more, but we're just so lucky that he, he is here at UH and he chose to come here. But looking forward, as we know, his time will be short, his his time will be up soon and he will be um leaving us and hopefully you know, going to greener NFL pastures. But as we know, the journey is going to be rough there. He has to train. He has to get an agent. And are there any apprehensions on his mind going into the rest of the season? Or is he just kind of like, when the season's over, I'm going to think about it? Or let's talk about what kind of storm is around him as he gets closer to ending his time in college. Yeah. Thankfully for him, he has the mentality of, like, he doesn't really let a lot of things, like, bother him. Mm -hmm. He's very a cool, calm, and collected person like i told you at the beginning what i lack he makes up for it and vice versa because i'm the one that's like always all over the place like oh what about this what about this he's just always like it's okay everything's gonna be fine like he's always like very chill about everything like he knows it's an important decision and but he believes that he'll know like he'll know who to choose he'll know where to train he'll know where to do all that stuff so at the beginning of the season, we talked about it and, like, when we want to make a decision by and stuff like that. But, you know, we let it go and we just let the season yeah. carry on. And But now that we're at the last month, basically, of, like, the last four games that we could have, um, now we're kind of like, okay, like, the decision is coming up. Like, we mm -hmm. do have to, you know, choose the agent. We do have to choose where you're going to train and stuff like that. But um, it's been a really – good um experience like it's been easy you know you know people contact him on instagram or twitter or you know reach yeah. out and mm -hmm. he's, he's had a couple zoom calls a couple facetimes he exchanged texts you know here and there um it hasn't been anything where he's like oh my gosh what am i gonna do like you know he's very confident in like what he'll decide and stuff and so as much as you know, the timeline might seem like, oh gosh, like we have to figure this out and then we have to do this, then we have to go back to the mainland, then we have to train. Yeah. yeah. As much stuff is going to go on, he's very like, everything's going to be fine. Like it's all going to work out. Like he, he definitely handles everything with that attitude, which I think is a good thing because you can't really get overworked, especially in the football industry when things mm -hmm. are constantly changing yeah. and constantly moving around. He handles everything with grace. I will say that. So that whole process is, he, he's not worried about it. Okay, good. Well, we're not going to worry about it either. We just want to see him continue to be successful, continue to 
um, put up those eye popping stats, yes, but he he does it does so with a lot of dignity and a lot of you know grace. Like you said, he he's not someone that has ever really been showy. I mean, for all the moves that he did, for all the zigzagging he's done, I've yet to see him um, do a dance or something crazy. Why yeah, why is that? Like, why is like, that? He doesn't celebrate, and I'm like. That's just not him. I don't know. Like, how to describe it. Like, mm-hmm. he is, like, so beyond humble that it's, like, he scores and he's, like, okay, like, what's next? Like, what are we going to do next? Like, how are we going to win? Like, he's not mm-hmm. so worried about, you know, the celebration dance. He's worried about, like, okay, like, all right, now what are we going to do on defense? Like, what are we going to do? Like, he's very – such a football brain that, you know, he's always just – you know, like, he – he'll score and then he's like, okay, like, okay, are we winning? What do we got to do to win? Like, that's mm-hmm. just how he is. So, yeah, it's nice to see his teammates, like, come up and they, like, jump up and stuff like that. But that's really all you're really going to see. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's so fun to watch. We can't wait. We have a game this Saturday at home. Uh, tickets will go on sale to the public tomorrow. And if you are, you know, listening to this and you don't have tickets, uh, you know, make sure tomorrow morning you get on there and, uh, eTicketHawaii.com or at the you know HawaiiAthletics.com and and get your tickets. But this uh, this stadium has potential to really rock, and we we made some noise. I thought last week, uh, you know, uh, so you know, just talk about Ching Field and what you're hoping, and and talk about the vibe from the students. I know you you get you've you got to know a bunch of students, and what what are yeah. kids talking about when it comes to the home games? Yeah, I mean. Like you said, like I was, it, it could be a small little field or it could be a stadium. I'm going to be on 10 the whole time. <laughs> like I, I love it. So, I mean, for me, I, I like the vibe of it. I know Calvin has talked about how he feels like, mm-hmm. like this should be the stadium. Like this mm-hmm. should be like, they should just work mm-hmm. with what they have and expand it and really make it something on campus. Because I feel like um, anyone that I've talked to that is student at UH like they've said how they kind of struggled to make that trip all the way to Aloha Stadium and how much easier it would be if it was just on campus I feel like just like many other stadiums are either on campus or they're like right next to campus Mm but um, I feel like it would definitely help um, that community and you know get more fans in and kind of bring because I've seen videos of what Aloha Stadium was like Mm -hmm. with games and I'm like Oh my gosh, it's so many people. And I feel like that type of culture could definitely come back and Mm -hmm. be made. Even if it's at like a smaller capacity, like it's still, I feel like it would make a big difference allowing. I'm I'm excited to see the stadium at full capacity this weekend. Um, Because it was only a thousand people last Mm -hmm. time. And this time I'm like, oh, it's going to be real. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real and it's going to be fun. I guarantee that as well. That's going to be at 6 o'clock. Sorry, I'm like zoning. I'm pretty sure it's at 6 on Saturday. In any case, I'm going to be there. It's at 5. Oh, 5 o'clock. Okay, 5. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Don't listen to me. I sometimes check on the day of the game, which is terrible. But um, I, I I noticed that, you know, it's, it's also going to be a San Diego State team that we have some history with recently. And Calvin could have, you know, potential to make to make more noise and... And I, I think our team is one of those teams that is kind of been up and down. You know, like we, we, we've had a, such a weird schedule that it's kind of hard to tell what kind of team we are. But 
what are, what are some of the things that Calvin's talking about when it comes to maybe as the offense that's, and and the def- I mean the whole team as they approach you know this game on Saturday. Yeah, in general, he always talks very highly about his teammates, how much talent there is, and that he's just ready for them to have that complete game that they really haven't been able to have, you know, put all those pieces together. Um, He's always watching film, always studying, always, you know, looking at what he could improve on, what he can do better at. So, I mean, in general, he's very excited. Um, He likes when he gets to play, like, ranked teams and bigger teams and he even said, he was like, all right, we'll be friends, though, so we can be them, too. Ah, that's right. He's ah. always up for that challenge. So he's definitely very excited. And, you know, just at, every day at practice, he's like, we just got to keep getting better. And mm-hmm. he's really looking forward to it. And he believes in the team more than anyone that I know. He, you know, since the first game, he was like, we're going to go to the Mountain West Championship. Like he, like, he always believes in himself and his teammates. So... Well, we just appreciate Calvin. We appreciate him on the field, but we also appreciate him off. I mean, he's represented us very well, and that's really important to people in Hawaii, right, to, to have people that not only embrace us, but represent us as, as local people, which are to be humble and hardworking mm-hmm. and very dedicated to, you know, friends and family and, and spreading good vibes, obviously. You know, that's what we do in Hawaii. But Calvin has brought that so much more, and so have you, Alexis, and it's been awesome getting to know you and getting to cheer side by side with you and you're hard to compete with when it comes to cheering also by the way if anybody wants to know if you want to go head to head with alexis um her and kelly are probably in in similar company when it comes to making an actual impact as one human being one voice and it's what's crazy too is that he hears your voice so well i have to bring that up like I was like, whoa, like he'd be running out the field. People are like, Calvin, oh my gosh. And you're like, Calvin. He's like, looks directly at you. I was like, how did, okay, that's the crazy thing though. Because he points you out so easily. Yeah, I don't know. It's, at JU, we didn't really get to do that because I would have to be dancing while he was playing because I was on the dance team. So um, I don't know what it is. I guess he just heard my voice for so long and (laughs) Like, I feel like it'd be the same thing if it was, like, his mom, too. Like, he would know mm. it's us. Like, he would mm. for sure, like, love. So, that's funny. Like, people will be, like, cheering for him. And it was funny. At that last game, a few <laughs> of the teammates, like, Jared and them, they were, like, they're, like, all these people were screaming. And what did we hear? I love you, number seven. <laughs> they just knew it was me. It's like it's only Alexis and Calvin that exists in the world when yeah. he scores touchdowns. It's it's really amazing to see, and it's a, a true pleasure for me to being seeing just how much joy you you folks have, and how young the two of you are, and already making an impact and doing it together, and um, you know supporting each other from so far, yeah. all the way from Jacksonville, Florida, Savannah, Georgia, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to Honolulu, Hawaii. It's quite the journey, and we're excited to see where it goes. But um, thank you so much, Alexis, for joining me on on this program, and uh, I'm. I can't wait to um, to see uh, the next Calvin highlight, and I'm sure you'll be there screaming on the <laughs> sideline too. Yes, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I wanted to take this time to like thank all the fans because since the day he got here, the day I got here, it's been love, so much love. So it definitely it makes a difference because it could, it was kind of hard at first to be out here. Yes. 
because I was like, I have no family, but yeah. quickly that changed once I saw the way people are out here, so. Well, we love having you too. We love um, just, like I said, seeing how he represents us is amazing. And we're excited to see because it's just the beginning. He's going to be Hawaii's Calvin Turner. <laughs> Savannah's going to claim him, of course. And, you know, Jacksonville's going to claim him, of course. But Hawaii is going to claim him forever. I guarantee you, like, until the end of his career, he'll always be yeah. the Hawaii. So we're excited. Uh, but thank you, Alexis, and mahalo for sharing with us. And, We'll see everybody again on our program next time. Aloha. Yes.